we're back. Hey, hey. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 25. What? 25. My that's, goodness. This is a landmark. It, it feels like we really hit our stride now. No. One floor higher. <laughs> Maybe not stride in progress in the story, but as, oh. a, as a podcast. Yes. I don't know. It feels good. It feels like we made some really progress this, this season. We've had lots of ups and downs, some challenges, but I don't know. Growth. Growth. We definitely have had some growth. All right. So, we had, we had, it was a great, great time last time, wasn't it? Um, it was, yeah. Mm, it was a time. I remember frustration. <laughs> <laughs> if there was ever a moment where I would be woken up in the middle of the night with three of people surrounding me with a, a bag of oranges in each of them and <laughs> wow or a bag of potion bottles no they're deadly you, you yeah, can't, you right. can't play around with those <laughs> literally <laughs> I, I have to say that i really liked alar's idea of somehow using it as a weapon thank you I, I, mm-hmm. th- that seemed really entertaining right i wasn't sure how you'd pull it off but i wasn't either but i wanted to give it a try but you know people were, or, were or just willing to help me out opening the window letting it out and closing the window but and, we don't have windows mm-hmm. well there was the one you could have gone back to the balcony hmm. a couple floors down no after it after it killed helen it needed to die <laughs> it's a thing it's just a tool well because we all believe that that is what happened to helen <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of potions, while we're going up the stairs, I'm going to uh, hand out the potions of healing, one to each person. Cool. Including you, because I'm just, uh, I'll not need one because I can make more, but, and then you're looking pretty rough, so. He's yeah. pointing to Dagmar. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Dagmar, yes. I'm still coughing up blood. So I am going to uh, put my hand on his shoulder and cast uh, Cure Wounds. I can't tell how, how badly it looks, but I'm guessing maybe 12 hit points might help keep him alive. Yeah, 12 would help keep me alive. Okay. But I are we are we jumping the gun a little bit? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're totally Yeah, there's all sorts of gun jumping over. here. Well, I don't want him to, to like one hit die. So we haven't heard from Alar. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, we really haven't started oh, wow. yet. Things can't start until the bard speaks. <laughs> yeah. Boy. No, no, it's fine. Okay, Broco's. we'll just re- rewind. We're up there. The heroes remained trapped by the spinning wall of blades. They tried numerous ways of bypassing the wall to no avail. Finally, Brokos pulled out a vial with a dagger on it. The liquid within quickly dispelled the blades. Will the next floor of the tower present as much of a challenge? Find out today on Dungeon Patrol. Hmm. Let's indeed find out. So what do you want to do? Last time, as you recall, you stepped onto the new landing. A quick recount. Directly in front of you where the stairs would lead up is a a stone wall door type of thing with a... uh, kind of an engraved face on it. And where the face's mouth is, there is kind of a large, odd-shaped hole, like something could fit in it. Not... I'll put my arm in. What it is, it is actually... It's not deep enough to put your arm in, but I feel like if you made a fist and tried to stick your fist into it, it, um, like, it's larger than your fist. 
but it is strangely like fist shaped. Okay. Ah, I'll put both my fists in. (laughs) You actually probably could squeeze both your fists in. Okay. It's that big. Yeah. It's pretty good size. Is it as big as the statue in the middle of the room, Don? Quite possibly. Ah. Because as I mentioned before, in the center of the room is a large ornate statue. Uh, It really just draws the attention. Uh, Beyond that, there's a kind of a chunk of rock that looks like it could be used to carve another statue if you had endless time and tools. There's a burning forge, a work table with tools. Uh, There's a work area with uh, looks like perhaps a statue was carved and nobody ever cleaned up the mess. And there's another table with a variety of books and papers. What do you do? I'd like to cast heal on Dagmar. 12 points. 12 points. And apparently Alar is just going to start putting his hands in things. <laughs> well, I mean, we were eating paint last time. <laughs> you thought me eat the paint. <laughs> just like no, you, right over it. You, you eat the paint. Nobody else was really watching you, so, I mean, maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Uh, and that's how she developed a strange new habit. Her secret shame. I, just, I do like the art. Just, just not the way we expected. All right, so um, that painting looks delicious. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll head over to the table with the notes on it. All right, I'm going to let him just stride ahead. I was going to approach the the statue cautiously. Dagmar boldly strides across the room to the table with the notes. Because what traps could lurk here? Who knows? Who cares? Triss, so you're going to approach the statue? Cautiously. Cautiously. All right. It is, um, there's obviously a picture on the screen of what the statue looks like. And if you wanted to try to describe that in your own words. Large stone man. (laughs) So eloquent. That apparently barks as I approach. (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> Brokus, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to follow behind her. I will step forward into her left. All right. So Brokus and Triss are now adjacent to the large stone statue of a man. Alar remains at the top of the stairs, standing next to the stone face. Perhaps his fists are still in its mouth. Who knows? Is the face handsome? It is um, austere. So, like, Alar, what would you have done if it had, like, you put your hand in its mouth and it just closed on you? <laughs> Something heroic. Like, what, cut your own hand off? How are you no, gonna, of course not. How are you going to play your mandolin with one hand? Yeah, I know. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a, a golem hand. Mm, all right. It'll play faster than ever. Just seems like you should be a little more careful with, you know. With my... With my tools. Yeah. With my craft. Yeah. Reckless bard. Okay. Impatient bard. Impatient bard. I don't think you have to say reckless. You just have to say bard. Mm. (laughs) And they're all kind of reckless. Do what I want, what I want to do. No repercussions. All right, bard. So what, what do you do now? Um, I'm going to go over and look at the statue and uh, 
Lorith's hands in the shape of a fist, or are they held out? Uh, they are just, yeah, they're relaxed. Okay. Hmm. Are there any buttons on the statue? Well, if you examine closely, just, just the way it's designed, it uh, he kind of has, um, I mean, it's sort of like a carved, sort of almost looks like a cuirass, and it comes down, and there is a, a um, yeah, it looks buttonish in in the center of his chest. I mean, it's not really, it doesn't scream push me, but it does look like you could. It screams push me to Triss. She pushes it. All right. Triss reaches out and pushes what looks like a button in the center of the stone golem's chest. Mm. He quivers ever so slightly and begins to speak. (gasps) The mightiest can conquer. The wisest can rule. The cleverest think the former to be fools. Which are you? Um, is he like literally asking me to respond? That is what he said. Okay, so the mightiest can conquer, the cleverest can rule? No, the... The, the wisest can rule. Oh, the wisest can rule. Sorry. And right. then the cleverest think both are fools. Yeah. Right. Hmm. I, I choose none of the above. Pull the string again. What else does it say? <laughs> no, I literally say I don't choose any of those. I, no, I truly believed, okay. I believed you said that. And I believed Alar said that. And the DM is just sitting here chuckling, because here we go. (laughs) Buckle in, guys. It's going to be a fun hour. (laughs) Do I see anything in the book or on the notes? Yes. Let's go over to Dagmar, because he's had a moment to look at the books. I mean, they are, um, I mean, they're manuscripts. There are arcane notes, uh, scrawls and things like that. Would you like to examine, like, read them, start skimming through uh, probably the manuscripts, maybe not so much the arcane. Well, they, uh, I would say make a knowledge arcana or just an intelligence check if you don't have that. Two. <laughs> There's words. I will gather the material and uh, kind of hand it over to Alar on my way over to the statue. <laughs> okay. I couldn't make any sense of this, but uh, maybe you can. I, you know, I would say even without any actual knowledge, you have a sense that they might be instruction manuals. But that's that is that's all you can get. It's the warranty registration card and uh, user manual. So I don't have the time to read through the end user license. <laughs> click yes. <laughs> Just click. I yeah, agree. I click yes. I agree. It's fine. All right, so... I get an 11 on Arcana. Not much better. Well, I mean, 11 is substantially better than a 2. Uh, Not good. Well, they, they are probably beyond your current understanding of using them. You gather that they are instruction manuals for the design and creation of golems. Hmm. Okay, what was the first one, Triss? We had wisest and cleverest. What was the first one? This the mightiest can mightiest. conquer. Okay. Okay. Well, I assume instructions are for clever. So this is a manual of stone golems. Well, how do you said how to build them, how to design and build, not how to use this one, or does it say how to use this one? 
someone more clever probably needs to read through it. I mean, so at this point, Dagmar grabbed it, looked at it. Oh, and some sort of manual handed it to Alar, and he's, you know, spent 30 seconds looking at it and says, oh, it looks like it's a manual for making stone golems. Okay, then then Triss will say, um, may, may I look at that, please? I'll hand it to you. Okay, and I will, I will carefully read it. Okay, so she's going to start reading through that a bit longer. 16. Nice. While she's doing that, the other rest of you have some time on your hands. What do you want to do? There's more things to look at. I'll assume that she's mm. probably going to spend 10 minutes, you know, looking a little more closely, obviously not reading the whole book, just maybe skimming chapter titles. From a quick observation, this is obviously where they created this gun. That seems like a reasonable insight check. <laughs> 11. I mean, surely that must be what's happened there. Is there anything in the forge? Anything in the... And, and what's burning in there anyway? Is it embers? Is it just raw fire? Uh, well, you go and look inside and it, it does. It, look, it looks like, yeah, raw, like elemental fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're <clears throat> kind of glancing at, at, like at the base of where the flames are. It's hard to tell. There, there is perhaps an item like a circular globe or something, but it's okay, wreathed there, in flames. Okay, so. are there tools to, you know, put things in and out of the forge? I would assume. There are. Okay, I will use uh, whatever tool I can to pull out the thing. All right, yeah, you yeah, you grab some large tongs from the workbench, and uh, there, there are some protective gloves also. I didn't picture everything in here, but... Yeah, I'll put on the gloves and okay. use the tongs and... All right. So you reach in and you try to pry this thing off the base of the f- of the forge, and it seems to be locked in place. Locked in place. Yeah. No. Hmm. Maybe we should pick one of the options. That's what I'm trying to do. Obviously, I'm the cleverest. Well, maybe we should approach the problem from two angles. Do you want to, Brokos? Do you want to tell it we're mighty? So. I, I, I'm I'm gonna pick mighty. I'm definitely mighty. I think you're a fool. Okay, so <clears throat> all right. <laughs> I don't think we want to go that path. All right, so Brokus walks back over to the statue, and at this point, Tris, you are you looking at me? You looking at me, Mister Statue? You talking to me, Tris? You're over there. I'm assuming yeah, at we... the desk, kind of looking through the papers and reading, making some progress. Yes. You feel like it'll start making sense to you pretty pretty shortly here. And then Brokos walks over. I was told to walk over. Who told you to walk? I didn't tell you to walk over. I suggested it. (laughs) I didn't actually say to do it. Just be clear. He's he's very impressionable. I I gather that. (laughs) Okay. So Brokos, you just just stand in front of it. Do you push the button again or do you just say it? No, I just say it. Okay, so you just stand there and declare that you are mighty. Mm. All right, so the golem responds. Prove your might to me, and the door will part for thee. Are you ready? And it kind of stretches his (laughs) arms out and forms two fists. Dagmar? You got this, kid. No, he doesn't. Dagmar. (laughs) You want to come over here, Dagmar? I'll 
I'll go over there as well. <laughs> and I'm going to, if you step near that, I'm going to kind of slowly take a five foot step back and say, yes. And then quickly step back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a thing. Oh my goodness. Well, you're stronger than I am. Okay. You've got bracer. You've got bracer. Let's prove it. He does. He absolutely does. So there's always more than one way to solve a puzzle. <laughs> Is there? Well, I mean, Sometimes. I guess not always. Yeah. I think there's one correct way to solve a puzzle. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what is correct? We're about to find out, I reckon. All right. So Broco says yes and uh, kind of leaps back. And uh, the golem nods in affirmation. And uh, you guys can roll initiatives. Detris and I have to because we were trying to be clever. You do not actually. You can you can watch this. No, I, I'm going to help my friends. So I am literally going to keep reading to see if I can do something Just to ignoring. stop this. You got me getting thrown across the room, and she keeps yeah. on reading. <laughs> I got a thirteen for initiative. Oh, so I I. I went ahead and rolled just so I could be in it, but mm. I will. My action will be to read probably until it seems necessary. But my initiative is a twenty-three. My All right, nineteen for me. Nineteen. I got twenty-three. I'm sorry, you said twenty-three, also, Tris. Yes. And Dagmar, you said thirteen. Thirteen. Cool. All right. Well, the golem is not very fast. Mm-hmm. And since Triss is has declared that she's just standing uh, off to the side, uh, Alar, you look back over your shoulder. Oh, what's going on here? Okay, there we go. Alar, you look back over your shoulder and you see your two companions are up to no good. And the golem rears back as if it's going to punch Dagmar in the face, perhaps. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, turn and strum a power chord on my mandolin and invoke my mantle of inspiration. The wind blows through my hair and all who look upon me gain eight temporary hit points and can use your reaction to move up to your speed without provoking. Wow. All right. I got to, I got to think some backlight comes in, you know, like really wonderful, cheesy 80s stuff. That's what I'm, looking I, I'm for. feeling it. I'm okay. feeling it. All right. So, Tris, you've declared you're, you're going to continue reading to try to stop this nonsense. Yes. And then, uh, Brokos, you had just stepped back, and this thing looks like it's going to punch your friend in the face. What are you going to do? I'm going to uh, cast a polymorph. So, I need to do a wisdom saving throw. Going to cast polymorph mm-hmm. on, on the. Uh, did the you want to use your uh, reaction to move? Yes, most certainly. You should do that first. Okay. I'll step back here towards where the door was but yes polymorph on it so it's a wisdom save. what type of condition is that it's um like it, the school uh you know for the for the the effect of immunities oh that is going to be like charmed paralyzed it doesn't it, it's just a it, it's a wisdom say it doesn't say what it's like a school but it doesn't really have a it's a well, what is shape changing? But 
you know what I mean? It doesn't. Okay. Oh no. Not, it just I, changes it to a. I got it. Transmutation. Oh. All right. I got. I, I found my answer here. So. Okay. All right. Um, you cast your spell, sending your magic energies into the golem, and nothing happens. Oh, crap. Crap indeed. Okay, cool. Then Dagmar, you see that punch coming in slow motion, but you are quick. I would like to use my reaction to get on the other side of the golem. All right, so you just circle around it? Yep. And then um, I would like to attack it with my staff. Okay. I did pull back, like here. Does a 14 hit? It does not. And a 16. It does not. And I would like to use my bonus action. I'm going to do patient defense and gain dodge for my next round. Okay. So you circle around quickly, giving it two quick strikes with your staff, not finding purchase on the stony flesh. It is now, at long last, the golem's turn. And it actually opts to move forward towards Brokos and is going to show Brokos the back of his hand. <laughs> All right. The first attack is, is a 15. Nope, that does not hit. And the second attack is a 28. That hits. Wow. All right, that is going to be 17 points of damage from the kinetic blow of the stony uh, fist to your body. Okay. And that uh, it's back to Alar. Uh, okay, how how beaten and bloodied are you? You okay? Okay, well... Because your not... very hit points helped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good thing. Um <clears throat> Well, then I am going to, let's see, I need to check a spell for this, but I'm going to use my Mantle of Majesty to use Command. Okay. What does that do? That's what I'm looking for. Dang it. It's not a standard bard spell, apparently. All right. Pause for edit. Yeah. Okay, I will use my Mantle of Majesty and command the golem to grovel. Okay. And it gets a wisdom save. Now, is that a a charm type spell? Sounds mm, like it. It is an enchantment, but it's not a charm. They really don't have like that kind of features in 5. No, it does. Like... In, in a lot of my spells, it says oh, charm effect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me see if, yeah, that's pretty important. It seems like that would be um, something that it would. No, damage effect, it says prone. So so it would just make it go prone? Well, is it resistant? I mean, I suppose you should look so, at its magic resistance okay. too. So what it has, yeah, it has a laundry list of magical immunities. So I'm guessing it doesn't really have a thought process to do like a wisdom saving throw or something. Okay, so, yeah, you know what, and this is one of those cases where I maybe I'm not familiar with some of how these rules are meant to be interpreted. So, like, it's immune to charm, frightened, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, psychic, 
What's it? The, so it doesn't say immune to all magic. Right. But that's, I mean, that's a lot of effects that it would be immune to. But if your condition isn't any of those and it just forces it to go prone, mm-hmm. that um, still gets a saving throw, however. Okay. Right. All right. Well, so when I polymorph him, it's not. Well, it also has a mutable oh, form. He's immune gotcha. to any spell that would alter its form. Got it. Specifically Perfect. called out. Yeah. Not so, that I really should tell you all that stuff, but, but it's okay. It's pretty cool. I kind out. of figured out. <laughs> this is a learning thing, too. You know, yeah. it's like these are fun. Um, all right. Well, so it's a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 16. Yeah, that beats my DC. Okay. Well, then the fun continues. Um, all right, then, Triss. You see spells are flying and Brokos got punched. Triss reads faster. Triss reads faster. I like it. Uh, Brokos. So I can... You're a bit pinned in I there can now. Move. It was just like a one-round thing that you... It guess? was an immediate thing. Okay. Um, let's see. I am going to go ahead and use my action to disengage and move as far away. I'm going to move back over behind the table. No, maybe it's like a Dalek and you, you can't follow you downstairs. So. <laughs> like a cow. <laughs> um, I want to stay still. Let's stay up here. So, yeah, I'm going to get back away from it. And then as a, a bonus action, I'm going to turn into a cave bear. Okay. where? So where there's not room behind the table for you to bear out. Well, then, I mean, I've got... If I do it before... You know, like yeah, bear. yeah. If I do it before, I I have forty feet of movement. So as a bear. So All right. I mean, I, is that where you want to be? I want to get close, closer to. Can I? Yeah, that's that. That works. Let's do that. Okay. Well, you uh, you run around the room and turn into the cave bear, um, Dagmar. You see the stone giant is swiveling. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to approach it and attack it twice. With my staff. All right. Dagmar steps up to the plate. That's an eight. And a 14. All right. You still are unable to find any weak spots in this creature. And it turns its attention to you. Uh, As my bonus action, I would like to use patient defense. Perfect. All right. Well... Here we go. So yep. he uh, sends another stony punch at you. And so he gets disadvantage on all his attacks against me. Oh, that is really lucky because I just rolled a natty 20. Yeah, that's I'm one of very, the best features glad. of a monk. So it's just a bonus action too. Mm-hmm. Uh, nevertheless, the first attack is going to be a 24. That oh my goodness. hits. You're so close. And Wait, let me check my, my AC. Yeah, yeah, that still hits. <laughs> and then the stone golem killed all of my friends. <laughs> Uh, that is 23 points of damage. Okay. <laughs> and does a 14 hit? It does not. Okay. So one solid punch sends you reeling. And we are now back to the top of the round with Alar. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going to move around to the back of the golem and attempt to push the button. Um, the button on the golem? Mm-hmm. It's on the center of its chest on yeah. the front. Oh, it's on the chest? Yes. Oh, even better, because it's right there. 
Okay, so you just go running up to try to push yep, the button. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, then make a basically you're make yeah you'll be making a touch attack at it. Okay. So what do I add for that then? My proficiency bonus. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would just treat it like a normal attack then. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me see what my attack. You're just trying be. to. You're just trying to. Oh, okay. Put, uh, then that would be a nineteen. All right. So you go running up next to Dagmar, who's you see the little birds are sort of twirling above his head, and uh, reach up between the stony arms and push the buttons, and you hear a little click, and the golem looks down at you and says, "Do you yield? I am the cleverest." <laughs> Tris, why why are you face palming over there? I am just reading the book now. I know. She bangs her head against the book. (laughs) All right. The golem stares stoically at you. And then with its two arms, reaches forward and shoves both you and Dagmar aside pretty effortlessly and takes his position in the center of the room. Well, (laughs) at least I stopped you guys from getting pummeled. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give a, up as a, a bear kind of like a <laughs> partial oops, victory. The best bear face that can go, oops. Sorry. I will just sit where I just try to regain my balance. Uh, all right. I'm just going to go in the corner and in bear form and just like put my face in the corner. And, uh, yeah. All right. So it sounds like we're going to wait for Trist to finish going through. Uh, Trist, you, you rolled a 16 on your knowledge arcana? Yes. All right. So what you, what you learned from it. That... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. It was, it was just an intelligence. Okay. But you still got a 16. Yes. All right. That's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, you finished going through this and, you know, given some magical skill and the right tools and know a bunch of wizardry experience you think you could use these manuals to to create your own golem but the last chapter is probably the most important piece because it talks about how you have to create a ring to control the golem and it has the the details and schematics for creating such a ring including a little picture of it okay so i show everybody the picture of the ring and say we need to find this ring now is the thing in the forge the size of a ring it is not. It is larger than a ring. Okay. It's probably about the size of like a softball. Hmm. Okay. So now I search. Yeah, I'm going to go looking around for a ring. All right. You begin searching around the room. Well, let's just kind of go around because we you've kind of already seen the different areas and you scour the search area. Um, does everybody make a... Well, let's just... Well, this is really going to be investigation right that's what you guys are doing okay i'm not investigating i'm just looking trist trist wants to use her perception Mm-hmm. okay that's fine i think that works too uh 24 i got a 15 for my investigation trist 15 alar i got a three i'm feeling very good about what i just did and i'm 
puffed up. Looking for around well, for more, like <laughs> looking, yeah, <laughs> looking for adulation is what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm not perceiving any. <laughs> <laughs> there is a surprising lack of adulation, considering you probably saved somebody's life just now. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, I was a little worried with that twenty-four. Um. All right, so you, you, I'm assuming everybody searches all the different spots, and you do find uh, on the uh, the work table that you know, along with the the tools and tongs and things, um, some some various molds. And if you have the smithing proficiency, you can make a make a roll. Otherwise, it's just going to be an intelligence check to understand what you've discovered there. S- there's a smithing proficiency. Yeah. Well, there's For like tools. a there's like tools. Yeah. Yeah. It's not uh, being your background. Uh, I don't think any of you have that. But you know what? I didn't know you had a, a mouse and other peculiar things along the way. So. Half bard, half smithy. You know, I didn't know Brokus was a doctor until what? Well, I'm technically not a doctor. Halfway through the the second him. season, <laughs> he didn't he didn't finish school. Right. I mean, I'm not. I don't have a license per se, but I am practicing. <laughs> uh yeah so if you want to just make intelligence checks on that eight five well given that you already know the 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 shape and size of it you can match it up to that yes there's a like a, a mold here for casting a ring so you feel like oh yes that it was this definitely was a thing that was made um so it's, it's got to be around here somewhere unless it is on somebody's hand already I look at my hands. Is it there? <laughs> it is not. I look at the picture that I rolled up. Is it on that person's hand? Nice. Oh, that's clever. Um, no, but I really like that. Like I wanted to say yes, but then that would mess with the story. But uh. I appreciate that that level of insight. Uh, no. Is it on the golem somewhere? It is not. Maybe. Are you sure? I checked the golem. Like so do a pat down like at the airport. You feel like you have thoroughly searched everywhere except for the forge, but the forge is blazingly hot and you cannot safely, I'm going to say safely, you could, you can put your bodies into it, but you would get, get toasty. I'm fire resistant. You are. I am too. I Didn't, have a ring. Uh, of course, you're, you're even, you're just naturally fire resistant. Yes, so I, 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 I pushed Triss into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't you get some kind of potion that was I got like fire and smoke that's right quench I'm gonna push the my bag your bag is merged with your form oh that's right I just reach around the fur (laughs) 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 not there whoops I will come out of motion I will come out of beast shape and go yes this is a matter of fact I did but I could not find it in the uh actual equipment log on D&D Beyond. Okay. So, oh. so, but yes, maybe we can uh, take a look at the forge. We can use this. I, I'm not even going to second guess it. I'm just going to give it to Dagmar <laughs> and I'll, say, <laughs> "I'll dump it in the forge." Mm-hmm. Beautiful. You dump it in the forge. You see the potion magically spread out across the flames, and a moment later, they flicker with loud hiss. That probably didn't sound good. And then the flames are gone, leaving at the base of the flames uh, kind of a multifaceted orange orb. 
that is still probably hot to the touch. And but you think if you're fire resistant, you could probably safely begin searching inside now. Okay. It's still warm. It's still well. It's still really hot in there. But but I've got the tongs. Does it move now that the fire's out? <clears throat> it does not move. But you think that if you fiddle with it, it might unscrew. Unscrew. Like it's kind of a, it's attached to the base. You know, okay. For stability. All right. Then I I I've will... got my gloves and. She's got her yeah. fire resistance. I'm just so. gonna do it. Yeah, you, so you can you can unscrew that and pull it out, and it's just this really cool. Like I said, like let's say softball size, maybe a little larger, four or five inches across, multifaceted, and it and it has a a, a spot where on one side we're gonna attach to a a mounting bracket at the base. So is it like ruby red grapefruit? Exactly. That is exactly what I had in mind: a multifaceted, crystalline ruby red grapefruit. Cool. Tris, let me hold it for a second. It is very hot. I do have fire resistance. All right, then here. All right. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, yeah, okay. I'll still put on the heat, the gloves. And I will say, Aranaxus Lunarum, and hold it up dramatically. The, the room is silent. Are you still in her form? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, he's still. That is still hilarious. Um, is it the size of the mouth? Yeah, maybe we can put it in the door. It is not, but you think that you could now like begin searching inside? Yeah, I'm gonna of the forge. Uh, th- yes, that is what I am doing. Thank you. Uh, make a perception check. Uh, that is a fifteen. All right, you begin that digging around inside of the forge, checking for loose stones, and uh, you you. You don't see anything, but there's a lot of places that one could hide a ring-sized object in here. I keep looking. All right. Make another check. Tris, did you find it? Not yet. Keep looking. I have a 17. (laughs) Uh, See, I just encourage you to roll well. You're welcome. This is where I kind of just missed a take 20. Um, So, I mean, basically, you, you continue searching? Yes. All right, give me a couple more rolls, unless you want to let somebody else uh, come check. That's a 22. Look at that. No, I'm sorry, 21. 21. DC 20. (laughs) (laughs) So it takes Triss some time to hunt around inside of the steamy forge, and she finds the loose rock that she's able to remove and then carefully pry forth the small matching ring that you were searching for. I put the ring on. Okay. I go to the golem. I push his button. I back up into the corner. I hide behind the into cave the shadows. <laughs> I'm not a cave bear anymore. I'm still hide behind Brokos. <laughs> yeah, I kind of deserve that. All right. When you push his button, he repeats his initial line. I just tell him. I just. I don't know. I don't know how to. Does, did it tell me how to use the ring in the in the, yeah, in the book? You think it's just a matter of giving a command? Okay, then I then I just do that. I tell him, go unlock the stairs up. All right. He swivels about and walks towards the door, reaches it, puts a mighty fist inside of the fist-shaped hole, and spins his fist. And you hear the grinding of gears, and then the uh, the door retracts and reveals the space ahead of you. I say, good golem. Ooh. Now you have a golem? Hmm? Now you have a golem? Yes, because I am keeping this ring. 
All right. Once he does that, he proceeds back to his space in the center of the room. No, I tell him, follow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's that kind of golem. Did you mess yourself up here, Don? No. No, I did not. He, he does not obey that, that command. Is that book, though, the book of... Because there's an actual book of... Mm-hmm. Create Manual book. of Gollum. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's a very powerful book. So we can get a Gollum. <laughs> okay, that's cool. And if you don't read it right, it gives you psychic damage. Like it's a magic item. Yeah, I, I think that you're not able to actually... I don't think you guys possess the skills to right, do it. Right, right. Perhaps if somebody dies and comes back as a wizard... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go to the golf again. (laughs) Okay, just so everybody knows, I also uh, found a a bottle or a potion of climbing and water breathing. So please help me remember that. So far, it's adding up that these potions work to get through. Sounds good. Okay. And then I will also heal you second level because you're got got a giant black eye. He clocked you pretty good. As it turns out, Brokos, I am not mighty. Yeah, sorry about that. Actually, I'm going to do third level because I have more spells there. So you are going to get uh, 3d8 plus 4. All that. Are we out of combat maxing for healing or not? Mm, I don't think we're doing that in this game, are we? Mm. I do not know. I don't think we are. All right. While well, the stairs are revealed, you can proceed forward as you wish. So that's uh, 22. 22. Okay. I will march up the stairs in my flowing red robes, bearing the orange gem in front of me. I'll follow. I will follow. I want you to change my picture, Don. <laughs> I should be able to change my picture. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that actually would be pretty fun. They don't make it. They don't make it super easy, though. You have to go in. Yeah, sorry. You'll have to just imagine your picture as the as the woman in red. All right, then. Lady in red. Oh my. So, Elar, you reach another landing. Uh, as you get to the top of the stairs, you immediately begin to feel a a, a chill in the air, and. At the, on the landing itself, there's a thin layer of frost covering all the surfaces. The stairs in front of you are blocked by what appears to be a wall of ice. You again look at the circular tower room. The center of the room seems to be a large uh, like wall, like a magical barrier that's kind of glowing a frosty blue. It's a good 20 feet in diameter. It is, uh, it is not entirely transparent, and you can make out uh, just beyond the, the the magical wall some moving smoke-like shapes on the inside. But the entire room is covered in frost and is terribly cold. On the west portion of the room, there is a statue of, uh, of this austere woman. And there's a few um, crates and barrels scattered about the room also. I will go look at the statue. All right. You go look at the statue. I will fire a firebolt at the ice wall. Sure. Why not? 
All right, you fire a blast of a firebolt at the wall, and it it sizzles a bit, and it looks like you did do some damage. Oh. Cantrips all day long. I was going to say, I just keep doing it then. Uh, When you, well, so make up, actually, so has everybody come into the room? Sure. I'll go up to the, check the crates across the room from the statue. All right. Important detail. Is Ender still left alone two floors down? Yes. 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 All right. Not risking his life. Just and haven't had a reason to sacrifice his life. You yet. can. I'm not. Yeah, you go there. Yeah. Dude, it's different, but that's not. Okay, so everybody the point. make perception rolls. Twenty-two. Seventeen. Sixteen. Seventeen. All right, Brokos. You notice that um, whether or not it was exactly coincided when Tris hit that wall with her firebolt, mm-hmm. the uh, that barrier shimmered. And you see the shapes inside move somewhat excitedly. The barrier that she hit? No, this central barrier here, it's like a, there's some, there's like a magical barrier encasing something inside. Uh, uh, Is it like a dome shaped or? No, it's floor to ceiling, like a column. Uh, uh, Tris, this, this, there's something that moved in when you did that. Okay. And? Just letting you know, I, there's, I saw something move inside this, this barrier here when you, when you hit it. So. Be aware. So, if you want to do it again, are you saying I should stop? Maybe do it again, and I'll take a closer look and see what exactly if I can. All right, I do it again. All right, you do so, and uh, the it sizzles a bit more. It's gonna, not doing as much damage as you would expect. I'm going to observe yeah, carefully, and they, they definitely react to it, and the barrier seems to quiver as in, as if also in response to her attacking the wall. So, there's something inside this barrier but we can't is it just not see through it's uh, moving shadows yeah so okay. if you so you, if you like walk up to the barrier and yeah. like like a you know imagine uh, like a, a pane of glass in winter you know it's kind of frosted over yeah that's the look to it but you kind of yeah. like get really close and look inside and if you do yeah is this ephemeral shape one will like like lunge forward and probably startle you as it sort of hits the barrier and it seems to be, you know, this nebulous elemental creature inside. You can't really make out all its details, but hmm. it seemed very large and possibly dangerous. And there seems to be multiple ones in there. Are they on the ground or are they floating around? They're like floating around. like Okay. Almost, yeah. Like spirits. Uh, I th- Okay. You can stop now. And, and uh, yeah, there's something inside here that looks dangerous. And I believe that if you break through that or do enough damage, it, it would possibly disrupt this that's my guess though okay i will wander over then to join alar in front of the statue and what do i see you see yes this a really ornate carving of this woman um obviously it is it almost looks like it's carved out of ice you can tell it's stone but because it's covered in this thin coating it looks like a statue of ice uh wearing the cowl and it and it looks very much like that the portrait, and then carved. You have to kind of wipe away some of the frost. There's a there's a carving, uh, uh, some words on the front that you can read. Okay, I've put it on your screen if you want to read it. Well, or can I'm, you can you make that I'm out? Blocking, um, sideways. Accept my gift and you may pass. Is she holding anything out? She is not. Hmm. I I I. 
stage whisper to Alar. Tell her you accept. I accept your gift. And I'll bow with a flourish. Because I can't help myself. You do it with grace. Your comrades consider applause, but they never give it to you. Give her a kiss. I, I'm, I look like her. This is getting kind of weird. <laughs> Fine. I will give her a, a gentle kiss upon her icy, stony lips. <laughs> Did you expect that one, Don? Did you write something for that? Uh, Open yes. mouth too. As your, <laughs> as no, your um, chaste, a, a, a chaste kiss. As your moist lips press against the, the frost-covered statue, you <laughs> find them. Like... You find them almost immediately sticking to it in an uncomfortable oh, fashion. Jesus, you know, you have to kind of work them free, and you get a little, a little ah, like almost like a cold, cold oh, tear. You're like, oh, that's gonna sting later. Oh, so you gave her a gift. Would you like one as well, Tris? No. So then what is the gift she is offering? Cold. Well, I'm going to take a look around at these crates. All right, you do so. This is clearly some sort of cold storage. And uh, inside of the crates are vials of liquid that look like they might be uh, alcoholic in nature or wine. So they're not frozen. They're not. They're not frozen. Hmm. Are they? The, the you think the room is itself probably not entirely cold enough to like freeze an object solid, just enough to really get a good frost on it. And they're throughout the crates, or just like in one area, like over there by Alar. Yeah, you start breaking. Like, there's um, a variety of drinks, so it's not actually freezing in here. You think that the air temperature is probably just above freezing. You should really get that serviced. I mean, the compressor is probably starting to go, you know? It's been a long time. Yeah. They don't make them like they used to. Ayla, you should totally drink some of this. Mm-hmm. Drink some of this. her gift. <laughs> yeah, it's the gift, right? The gift. The gift of libation. Drink it. I will uncork one and say, here's to you, my lady. I'll smell it first before I <laughs> imbibe. What's it smell like? Oh my gosh! Um, it. Why am I f- taking all your suggestions? Today? I do not know. I really. Do. I don't know what. I really don't know what's happened here. So much. Better you than me, because from yeah. now on, I'm not listening to anybody else. I'm. <laughs> it. It smells a little sour, but not like rancid you think it might be like wine that's aged beyond so vinegar yeah it but maybe not totally vinegar okay beginning to turn yeah hmm. yeah you don't want to let, let it go too long i mean you know how many hundreds of years has it been sitting here and you but you think that perhaps this preservation magic that seems seems to be per, permeating the place may mm-hmm. have helped prevent it from completely going okay well i'll take a, a swig then Mm, it burns your lip as it goes across it. <laughs> paper cut, paper cut. Yeah, the oh. heat the heat goes Ow. through down your throat. Ow. You've definitely had finer stuff. This is very, very strong. <laughs> you feel it like rushing to your head. Wow, okay. Perhaps you can make even more bad decisions yet. Does it 
if so, so if I'll, you were to I'll, pour some on the ice, would would it melt it? Yeah, I'll I'll pour a little out for Helen. Oh, yep. One for your homies. One for my homie. <laughs> All right. Well, it it probably um, I would imagine it would dissolve the little frost wherever you were pouring it. Oh, it okay. You know, just because it's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but nothing magical or otherwise happens. Perhaps somewhere, Helen's spirit. Takes takes a little bit of solace. So I feel no guilt, but it's really too bad. This thing in the middle uh, is just not here for looks. I imagine. Can anybody else get a better idea of what's in here? I didn't know you were an interior designer. Uh, I dabble. <laughs> I don't have a license, but I practice. That was before I went into med school. <laughs> I tried things out. I was just uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I actually life. had a short-lived HGTV show. <laughs> so I'm actually... Building with Rokos. <laughs> so Tris is actually going to go and... Is this a window in the southern wall? Yeah, what is that? Uh, what is that? Hold on. Let me zoom in here. You're usually so finicky with your maps. I know. I am. Um... I, the the map itself was was the uh, again one of Angela maps, still promoting her. Maybe she'll give me some free maps. Um, you know what? I think it does kind of look like it's supposed to be a window. So sure, why not? You can look out and see from this vantage point. Although you have to wipe away the frost. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top of the golden dome hmm. of the middle of the palace. Does the window open? It does not look like it would easily open. You could probably spend some time and shatter it. No, I don't want to shatter the window. Okay. Um, however, you're kind of like, you know, you're wiping it and you're going to look through and kind of looking through and you step back and just for a moment, yeah, you uh, you see the woman in red in the reflection and you think it's Alar standing behind you and you turn like maybe he was going to play a prank on you, but he's actually on the other side of the room. Mm. And then you... You feel an even stranger chill course up and down your spine in this cold room. All right. I'm just going to call out and say, Architect, show yourself. Nothing happens. Mm. Mm, indeed. So, except, and, and you've read this out loud or is yes. it visible? This is obviously the way we pass, so we have to figure out what her game do you, is. Do you think I ever read without reading it out loud? I can't not hear my own voice. I think you might read it to yourself at first and get an idea of how you're going to, you know. I think I deliver it perfectly every time. How <laughs> dare you, sir? Some would think How that. dare you? <laughs> the nerve. <laughs> Slaps him with your leather glove on the Exactly. Side well. So what is her gift? Hmm. Do you think anything in the center has anything to do with it? I'm really up for any ideas. I'm feeling like the center is the the punishment for not doing it the right way. Uh, right. We don't want that. And that's the only thing in these crates of, of any kind of notice. Indeed. Can you describe the statue one more time? Like her positioning, her hands? Uh, it looks like she's posing. Like maybe she posed for a sculptor. So her hands are actually um, kind of holding... Uh, like a small mat, like ornate rod or something. That's just sure. part of the statue. That's like there's nothing extraneous besides the stone, right. and she's just in a, a regal looking pose with her robe 
you know, flowing down. It's quite lovely. Quite lovely. Okay. And you've touched it and it didn't do anything besides rip a little tear in your lip. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you should try hugging it. It's a statue <laughs> built into a throne. I can't exactly hug it. I might be able to sit in his lap and like curl up on it. But... I thought you were the creative one in the group. You're just being random now. Um, <laughs> well, the interest in moving the story along, let's everybody yeah. make an insight check for okay. a DM clue. That'd be, that'd be nice. 15. 21. At 15. 20. All right. Well, I mean, both Brokos and Dagmar would think to themselves that some of these puzzles have used elements from previous floors. Right. Perhaps, perhaps you've missed something or like have something. I have the potion of water breathing and potion of cleaning. But we also have the brown stuff that's inert. No, that's gone. Um the we have the fat. orange. Yep. Oh the orb. The orb. Does that look like it would it uh, the rod that she's carrying, does it look like it would attach anywhere on there? No. No. Okay. Put it into the wall of ice? Then we're Giving her something and not right accepting accepting something. <laughs> you had a funny thought. What was it? No, it is not appropriate. I will not say it. Okay. Oh, I so want to know. No, it's, it's this is a PG show. That is right. Hmm. We need to do our dungeon patrol after dark again. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really that, but whatever. After dark. That you was mean so fun. season two <laughs> or season one? When I was doing the Alar Super Cut, I oh, got yeah. to rehear that, and then it cracked me up when we were recording at night. So I'll I'll ask for the multifaceted okay. gem. I'll give it to you, and I'll present it in front of the statue on my hands, and say, "I I accept your gift." Mm. Indeed, you do, but nothing happens. Okay. So I have the ring. I hold my hand out and say, I accept your gift. Nope. I will spread my arms out and lean my head back in submission and say, Aranaxus Lunorum, I accept your gift. No. 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 Okay. I thought I was going to get like a bolt of quickening or something from I, I do like that, though. But yeah. I, I, just, I think... I can this, see the disappointment in Don's face I know. right now. <laughs> well, it's like expectations. So well, right. <clears throat> well, you know, when you build these things out, you're right. like, is this too easy? Is it too hard? Yeah, my players be so clever and creative <laughs> right. and so dopey at the same time. <laughs> I, I was so, there is a frost theme to the room, clearly. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, so we should all strip our clothes off and accept hypothermia. Cool. Still, still cool, 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 cool. Okay. <laughs> okay, frost theme. So the clue was a visual clue. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. The window? <sighs> I, I don't have any idea. I, clearly, you're going a for visual something. Clue, so I was going for something. What do you do? I'm sorry to the listeners out there who are. Who know someone who, who knows have and it. figured it out? They've got it right now. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, it's always easier when it's not you too, <laughs> right. and you're like sitting yeah, back, and you're, you're not having to perform, like, and you're like, oh. and, and you're not being distracted by people telling you to kiss statues. <laughs> so this, so you think that this possibly they did it wrong, or 
could you put is the the gift is nothing in the middle it, you said it was a visual clue yes and, and it has to do with the center and it's a frost room well it is something that i displayed for you okay so the window or or the and then there's snow everywhere oh that's that's the gift I, but the gift is her hand what's in her hand yeah but we don't see the bobble maybe it's buried maybe it's frozen somewhere i don't know maybe the bobble is the gem that we have but that's what we yeah, yeah that's, that's what i have it so you said you accepted it so it's not that yeah no that yeah, the other it's you think what she pulled out of the forge is just a really cool like item to make a magical forge which probably in and of itself itself is valuable but it doesn't look like anything you've seen so perhaps you can use it or find a command word to activate it and make your own forge later. <clears throat> I scrape up Frost to try and make a weird snowball and say, thank you for the gift. There's nothing in her hands. On the statue, no. Okay, I look around the room to see if there's anything like the bobble. Is, is the bobble itself the painting? Can you grab the bobble in the painting? I don't Do you try it? Yes. Yes. Okay, so Tris, you spread the painting out and Brokos reaches. Like grab for mm-hmm. it. Yes. Yes. So as your fingertips touch the surface of the painting, her hand actually shifts and the bobble itself comes out of the painting and into your hand. Wow. I'm still taken with her, so I kind of lock eyes. And... It is. For a moment, you actually, in your mind, felt the touch of her cold hands, but that just sends a shiver up. Yeah, cold. Huh? Shiver down your arm, but it, it was there was something magical about it. Oh, there was a connection. There was there was a connection there. I knew it. <laughs> um, and I just have it in my hand, and then I automatically give it over to Halar because I don't want to screw anything up anymore. And uh, yeah, I'll say I think this is the gift. Arnoxus Lenor. <laughs> well, what do you do with it now? I'll hold it in front of the statue and say, we accept your gift, madam. I'll take it over to the wall of ice. All right. It's a beauty. I'll touch it to the wall of ice. <laughs> All that stuff you did with the painting. I know. Just like chipping out everything and you didn't touch the orb. So as you, as you touch, <laughs> touch the wall of ice, it immediately begins to liquefy and disappear before your eyes in a haze revealing the stairs above and you think to yourself, what would the DM have done if I ran this through the shredder? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that could have been really problematic. Uh, yeah. And what will be at the top of this tower? Oh, my goodness. How we're, many floors? Oh, we're so close. I can't believe this is going to be a three-episode event. How many elementary school-level uh, puzzles? Can we not solve? You know, we haven't we haven't really had a lot of puzzles in this game. No, I was thinking the last time we really did was there were some in that uh, big cube thing. Yep, yep. I was thinking the same. Yeah, that big cube thing. You know, in season two, weren't there puzzles we had to figure out? <gasps> oh, oh, oh! In like in the maze. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. The, uh, oh. So yeah, she's not holding anything anymore, right? In the painting, in the painting. no. Okay. Uh. You've ruined my painting. Yes, <laughs> I am well, so sorry. I'll try putting it back in the painting. Does she take it back? Sure. Okay. Hmm. There. Happy? Yes. Very happy. Then I take it out. <laughs> <laughs> now I have the orb. <laughs> can I? Can the I put orb it up? of melting. 
my God. Can we put other things in her hand in the painting? Ooh, oh. this is a fun game. Let's do. I'll have to think about that next week. Oh. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us, as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down With Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled. <laughs>